Praise be to God. Quickly, I'm going to share the word of God and after that we're going to have some time to pray pray for ourselves to pray for our families and we're going to allow the Lord to move in our lives amen and amen I'll be sharing a simple message that I have entitled the Jesus formula the Jesus formula now this message is actually there so that you can learn how to handle things the very way Jesus did it it's important to imitate the Lord Jesus it's important to handle things the way Jesus did them and what I'm going to be sharing with you in a few minutes is something that we should copy or learn from Jesus. I'll be reading from Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 7. Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 7. Imagine if the Lord Jesus comes today and says, the only people that will enter heaven are the ones who've got Bibles. How many would enter heaven? Hard copy, not soft copy. <laughs> because some of your messages can't ent enter heaven, which are in your phone. And so, so we'll read from Isaiah 53 and verse 7. I'll read it. The Bible says, this is talking about Jesus. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before the shearers is silent.
Okay. I'll read it again. And let's please, media, be careful. Because that was very negligent. Isaiah 53 verse 7. He was oppressed and was afflicted, yet opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Now, this scripture is talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible is telling us that Jesus was oppressed. Jesus was troubled. Somebody say fire. All right. Like I was saying, Jesus was in a place where he was oppressed. Jesus was in a place where he was troubled. But the Bible says when he was troubled, he did not open his mouth. He was quiet. When he came before the people, when he came before Pilate and other people, they asked him certain questions altogether. But Jesus, the Bible says, he was quiet. He was silent. He kept quiet, did not say anything altogether. Praise be to God. Somebody say he was quiet. Say it again. Say he was quiet. Yes. So while Jesus is being troubled, we expect many people, whenever they are troubled, to say something. Some of you, when you are troubled, you don't keep quiet. Some of you, when you are troubled, you make noise. Some of you, when you are troubled, you complain. Some of you, when you are troubled, you cry. Some of you, when you are troubled, you say, why God, why this and that? Yet, the Bible says when Jesus was oppressed, he kept quiet. Now, I want us to understand something. Jesus was not quiet towards everything. Jesus was only first quiet towards those who troubled him. Meaning there is a place where somebody needs to be quiet, yet again there is a place where somebody needs to talk. So while Jesus was quiet towards those who were troubling him, he knew there was a place where he was talking. Amen and amen. While he was being troubled, Jesus was quiet, yet he had a place where he could talk. And I think we know that place. I think we know that place. The Bible tells us Jesus had a place where he would go to the mountains. That place when he goes to the mountains, he's not quiet. That place he's talking to his father. He's talking to God to strengthen him. He's talking to God to be with him. When he goes out of that place, 
When troubles come his way, when he's oppressed, he'll keep quiet. Why? He knows he's already talked to someone. He knows he's already talked to God. Hallelujah. Now, like I have said, when people oppress you in life, or when situations oppress you, they want you to complain. They want you to talk a lot. They want you to curse God. That's why you see like what happened to Job. The Bible tells us that when Job was in his tough situation, that situ his friends began to tell him, curse God. They didn't say fight the devil. They told him, curse God. Complain against him. Why is this happening to you? So in most cases when you are oppressed, in most cases when you are troubled, the enemy simply wants you to open your mouth and say something. Sometimes the enemy wants you to open your mouth and say, I am cursed. Sometimes the enemy wants you to open your mouth and say, ah, me, awe, things will not work for me. Sometimes the enemy wants you to open your mouth and say, Nizakafa. But the Bible says when Jesus was oppressed, he was quiet. Z. There's something you need to understand about being quiet. It's a serious mystery altogether. Because imagine if someone is quiet and doesn't say anything to you. That simply means you don't know what he will do next. You don't know what he will do next. Silent. Have you ever passed a place where there's a big dog and you're passing? Then the dog is not barking, it's just quiet. It's easy for the dog to start barking. Then what do you do? You run away. But when the dog is quiet and is looking at you, you don't know whether it's waiting for you to come near <laughs> so that it can bite. <laughs> or maybe it's a dog that can freely forgive you. But we know dogs... <laughs> And that's what the Bible says. Jesus, when he saw his oppressors, he was quiet. Very quiet. Something, a formula that we should learn to observe. When you receive bad news, that quietness simply means, okay, wait, wait. A time will simply come for me to talk. And once I talk, hey, it becomes very serious. Now, trouble kept coming to Jesus. They kept oppressing Jesus. They kept troubling Jesus. And Jesus was quiet. And the Bible tells us, as they troubled him, they decided, aha, uh -huh, we're now going to take Jesus to the cross. We're going to take Jesus where? To the cross. And there, that's where he's going to die. Guess what? Jesus is quiet. But in his heart, he knows. That's where I want to go. To the cross. What does the Bible say? The Bible says he is taken to the cross. And when he is taken to the cross, that the cross is a place where Jesus would best do things. Listen, for everyone, I can tell you this. For everyone, 
some of you, you know that, okay, me, if I go to Kablonga and I want to start a fight, they'll beat me. But if I say, I'm in garden, <laughs> and then I want to maybe uh, start a war, I know. I'll call Bananankani, I'll call, I'll call this one, I'll call that one. Because I know that there's a certain place called garden. I know that people there are going to support me. In the same way, Jesus knew that if he goes to the cross, that's the best place for him to deal with the world. He knew that. So he was quiet when he was being oppressed. Imagine if Jesus wanted to start talking. I'll tell you this. There was a time that they wanted to stone Jesus Christ. Because he was talking at first. He was speaking, 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 and they wanted to stone him. And Jesus said, ah, 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 ah. What did Jesus do? The Bible says he passed them. He went, not, mm, this is not my place. Me, if I want to deal with people, don't take me to a place where you stone me. Take me to a place where you put me to the cross. That's my place. Amen and amen. And the Bible tells us they pushed Jesus to the cross. And then we learn something very powerful about the cross. Why did Jesus love the cross? Why did Jesus really look at the cross as a lovely place? It's because the cross, spiritually, was a place of exchanging. I will explain this. The cross, spiritually, was a place of exchanging. Meaning, whatever you do to Jesus, he's going to decide to do something to you. I'm going to give you an example. The Bible tells us that while Jesus is on the cross, and while they are nailing him to the cross, the Bible is telling us in the book of Colossians that even our sins are being nailed to the cross. So you're doing something to him, but he's also doing something to you. You are sinning, but he's nailing your sins to the cross. He says, this is where I'm supposed to be. The Bible tells us another man decided to give Jesus vinegar, bitter substance. While Jesus is being given bitter substance, in the mind of Jesus, I will give them rivers of living water. Ah, it's at the cross. We are exchanging. We are exchanging things here. This is where you exchange things. Praise be to God. Hey. <laughs> While Jesus is being whipped, while he's being stabbed, he may saying, I will give them healing because by my stripes, they should be healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus understood his place where he can dominate and actually do things greatly. He knew his place of victory. But the first thing for him to even get to that place of victory, first of all, he should be quiet. Shh. Let them talk. Hey, who are you? Are you a king? Are you a shan? They are pushing him to the cross. They are pushing him to the cross. Him is quiet. Hey, prophesy. Who hit you? Him is quiet. They are pushing him to the cross. They are pushing him to the cross. When he's at the cross, ah, says very good this is where i wanted to be let me work amen and amen that's why you will notice jesus even spoke at the cross why did he speak at the cross because that was his place his place of dominating
That's why he spoke. Throughout, he was not speaking. He was quiet. Listen, I came to tell somebody, some of you, you are in a place where there are certain situations that are troubling you. They want you to complain. They want you to bow down. But they don't know. As they are pushing you down, there is a place where you find strength. There is a place, once you are in that place, once you have that position, once you are in that position, <laughs> that's where you find a lot of strength. Amen and amen. Yes, some of you are just standing in life. And yes, uh, there are so many things that are going around you. But when those problems come, when those neighbors start saying, you don't have money, when those people start saying, ah, you are poor, when those people say, ah, you don't have a blessing, when those people say, no, this will not happen in your life, they are trying to make you bow down. But guess what? That's your place of strength. <laughs> That's your place of strength. So while they are talking about you, Once they put you in your place, now you know that this is my strong position. Then you start. That's your position. Listen. Every time you are put in your place of strength, then you can talk. Then you can make noise. That's why I tell people, don't worry about what they are saying. Don't worry that they are saying you are broke. Don't worry they are saying you don't have a job. Don't worry they are saying, no, five years, how come? Even though this, this and that, just let them push you to your position. But as they are pushing you to your position, don't complain. Don't do anything. Because for you to complain, no one complains on their knees. You can never complain on your knees. For you to complain, you need to keep standing because you want everyone to understand you. Hey, like I, oh no, this, this and that. Hey, this, this and that. No. When something is happening. Shh. Hey, but Deacon, why did you lose your job? Shh. Hey, how come this is not happening in your life? Shh. Hey, why is this not happening? Then when you get to your position, you know what to do. You know what to do. You become a machine gun. And once you get to that position, God himself will lift you and says, Amen. Yeah, it's done. Amen. It's done. Amen. It's done. Amen. It's done. Listen, that's why when Jesus reached on the cross, he allowed everyone to do their last minute things. They kept hitting him. They kept doing that. He's just there. Quiet. 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 Then in John 19 verse 30, Jesus suddenly opens his mouth and says, Okay, I've got something for you. It is finished. Ah! <laughs> ah, 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 ah. He says, I've got something to say. I've got something to say. It is finished. Ah. Why? 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 Because that was his place of functioning. That was his place to express his power greatly on the cross of Calvary. While he's on the cross, he will allow you to insult him. While he's giving you a blessing. 
while he's on the cross, he will allow you to give him vinegar, but he's giving you water. While he's on the cross, he will allow you to hit him on his side. But hey, don't worry, he's giving you healing. While he's on the cross, he will allow you to tear his clothes, to make him look like he's poor. But he says, don't worry, I'm giving you riches. Why? Hey. Listen. There's a time for Jesus to be silent. But there's a time for Jesus to talk. And when he talks, just know that he has won you. He has won you. He has won you. <laughs> Listen. That's why he has shown us a number of things in life. I'm going to explain them. That will teach you silence. But when they come, they really come with fire. I'll give you an example. Number one, the rain. Mvula. Have you seen how the rain comes first? How the rain is formed? First of all, it starts with heat. Your life becomes hot. Vikupia. Vintu vikupia. So there's a lot of heat. And when there's a lot of heat, what happens is that water starts rising to the clouds. But it doesn't tell you it's rising. It goes silent. Silent, silent, silent. It starts going to the clouds. <laughs> and when it reaches to a place where you can't see it, there's a process that in science we call condensation. Where that water now becomes, yeah, <laughs> it's formed within the clouds. Aha. Uh -huh. Then suddenly, when it reaches the clouds, the sky, that's its position. That's its position. That's its position. And when it reaches the clouds, there is something that happens before it rains. It's called... And after it does, there's one that scares you. Does that? Hey, what is happening? I am the Lord your God. I will do signs and wonders. It is me. It is I. It is I. Hallelujah. It will laser. And then everyone in the house will say, Hey, Nganavara ready. Like I chose a sinful thunder in chai. No, let me hide in the house. Everyone will hide in the house. Why? It was not yet time for the rain to make noise. Yes, the heat was making it seem like it's suffering. But it was going silently. Silently. I'm here to tell people, don't be afraid of the heat in your life. Don't be afraid of the heat in your life. Don't be afraid. Because it's pushing you somewhere. It's pushing you somewhere. It's pushing you somewhere. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. The greater the heat, the faster you move. The greater the heat, the faster you move. The faster you rise. The faster you rise. Uh, and I'll tell you this. Look at the direction. 
that it's, 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 it's actually going. The Bible says the waters, oh, rather, science teaches us that the waters start going up, 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 showing you that's the direction which you're supposed to go, despite the heat. Amen and amen. Listen, there's another thing that the, 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 uh, we learn from humanity. We learn about something that is known as a seed. Mbeu. Amen and amen. Mbeu. What do you do with a seed? When you get a seed, don't put the seed in the air. Dig a grave for the seed. Dig a grave for the seed. Don't put the seed in the air. No, 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 no. Why? Because for the seed to exercise its full strength, bury it. Put it in the ground. Dig, dig, dig. Bury it. There are so many people that are opening graves for you. They are speaking against you. They are telling you you will not make it in life. They are putting you in the ground and they are saying you are not going anywhere. You, you, you are in trouble. You are not going anywhere. You are not going anywhere. Once they put you in that place, very good. Very good. Very good. And once the seed is in the ground, the Bible even tells us that when a farmer plants a seed, he doesn't know how it grows. He only knows that it grows. So there's something that begins to take place when the seed is in the ground. Suddenly it will start stretching out. <laughs> ah, it will start stretching out. Stretching out. Then the same place that you buried, the seed will shoot out and say, now I am a plant. Now I carry life. Now I carry greatness. Now I carry vegetation. Now I carry a solution. Now I carry great things. Yay! So when they are pushing you, don't worry. Shh. Follow the example of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is also called the seed of God. And when Jesus was buried, hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. When Jesus was buried, they did not know that Nimbeu. This is the Mbeu of God, the seed of God. They didn't know that. So they buried him. And uh, day number one, he began to stretch. Day, day number two, he began to stretch. Day number three. Hey! Hey! number three the Bible says the grave could not hold him the grave could not keep him he stepped out of it and said I am alive the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end and I live forevermore yeah I say yeah yeah! Come on, give Jesus a mighty hand of praise. Ah! Listen. <laughs> Maybe I should share one more with you. I should share another thing that keeps quiet. It's called a stone. Moala.
a stone. This one is <laughs> a very quiet thing. A rock or a stone, very, very quiet. When you put a stone there, you can look at it and say, Ah, it's It's not doing anything. It's just there and there. Very quiet. But decide to go barefooted and step on the stone. <laughs> its voice, the voice of the stone will come out through you. Ah, ah, ah. The voice of the stone will come out through you. <laughs> Step on it. Somebody said, Mama yo yo yo. Mama yo yo yo. Mama yo yo yo. Oh, vale, Now, <laughs> the enemy never knew that when Jesus was quiet, they never knew that they were dealing with the rock of ages. Uh, uh, they never knew that they were dealing with the rock of ages. And so when Satan decided to pounce on Jesus, when Satan decided to touch Jesus, the Bible shows us, ah, Satan was beaten. He was beaten. He was stripped. And all his power went away. Why? He touched the rock. He touched the rock. The rock of rocks. The rock of ages. Maybe let me share another one. There is something that you men created. This one is called, it's one of the most silent, very quiet weapons. Have you ever heard of Malegan? Eh? Have you ever heard of Malegan? Very quiet. When we are using a gun, at least when you do pa, people will know and they will run away. Now, if you are using Malegan, if they find you trespassing, you will just say, eh, my auntie, what is happening? You will never hear the sound. You never hear it. You just said, <laughs> Receive it. It comes in your life. Now, the way Malagan works is that for you to go forward in life, you have to pull it back first. Ah, ah. How many know how Malagan works? For it, for a stone to go far, you don't do just from here. To... No. What do you do? You start pulling, you start pulling, you start pulling, you start pulling. When Malagan is being put, shh. Listen, I came to tell you that there are certain people who want to pull you back in life. There are certain people who are telling you, no, you will not make it. Iwe Iwe Iwe. Kulipe, kulipe, kulipe. Ah! But they don't know. They don't know that we require him again. That we require him again. Yes, let them pull you behind. Let them gossip about you. Let them say whatsoever. I'm telling you, keep quiet when you do that. But when it's time to speak, 
and say, let go. Yeah. Yeah. Let go. That's why I tell people, don't be worried about problems. No, 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 no. Don't be worried about them. Because you, you are made from a different material. You are made from a different material. Like Jesus Christ, you are a seed. Like Jesus Christ, you are a stone. Hey, you are a malegan. Ah! Ah! Yes! So when the enemy tries to pull you back, don't worry. Let him pull, let him pull. If they make you lose a job, ah, no problem, no pressure. It's okay, you, you know where you are going. If they say you can't make it in life, ah, no pressure, no pressure. If someone disappoints you, ah, ah, no pressure. If someone dumps you, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Why? You need them to pull you behind so that you can go further. And when you go further, the one who's pulling the malekin cannot see the stone now. Ah, yaenda uko. Ah, listen. You can, the one who pulls you behind, obviously, he will not be able to see the stone now, now that you've gone far. He will not gossip on anyone because he can't see you. That's why the Bible says, And the Lord Jesus, who was crucified, buried, resurrected, and God lifted him and made him sit in the heavenly places and put the devil far below, far below, far below him. <laughs> Such that if the devil wants to see Jesus, such that where is he? Where is he? Where, where is he? While he's saying where is he, Jesus will come back for the second time, crush you. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Focus, 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 focus. I came to tell a people that use the formula of Jesus. Yes, we know that troubles will be there. We cannot run away from them. They follow us whether we like it or not. Even Jesus said it. Troubles are going to be many. But when you see those troubles, use the formula of Jesus. Don't complain. Shh. Shh. Quiet. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Meanwhile, you know, you know that God is up to something. Meanwhile, you know that God is up to something. And when that time comes, once you've been put in your place of strength, my God, there is no way you are going to be stopped. There is no way, not at all. Let's rise to our feet. Yeah.